You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. Big news for Tennessee as they pick up a transfer linebacker from the Texas Longhorns. We'll give you details on that. The rich get richer. Alabama football picks up a big-time transfer wide receiver from Ohio State. And we will catch up with former Texas A&M offensive lineman Dan Moore Jr., who just got drafted over the weekend by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the fourth round. We'll talk with him about what that process was like. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked On SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. Get the latest episode of this show as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, let's jump into it. A lot to discuss. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch! Around the conference. We start with big news from Rocky Top as former starting Texas linebacker Juwan Mitchell has announced his commitment to Josh Heupel's Tennessee program. Mitchell made the decision to leave Texas back in March. He led Texas in tackles last year with 62, also had four and a half tackles for a loss, a quarterback hurry, a pass breakup, and a fumble recovery for the Longhorn defense. Mitchell also started five games for Texas during his first season with the program back in 2019. On Monday, Mitchell announced he is continuing his career at Tennessee. I know linebacker was arguably one of the weakest position groups for the Vols because of all their opt-outs. So getting a quality player like that is a huge addition for Josh Heupel's program. Mitchell will have two seasons of eligibility remaining. And one of the rare going from UT to UT. Over at Alabama, Ohio State wide receiver Jamison Williams has announced that uh, he is transferring to the Tide. Last season at Ohio State, Jamison Williams had nine catches for 154 yards and two touchdowns, but one of those touchdowns came against Clemson in the college football playoff semifinal. He's a native of St. Louis. He's rated as the number 13 receiver in the country, the number one overall prospect from the state of Missouri in 2019. He was also a top 100 overall recruit during that cycle. And Nick Saban, Alabama, already crowded wide receiver room, but they'll welcome in Jamison Williams. And, man, the rich just continue to get richer. Over in Athens, Georgia's defensive backfield going to lose a little bit of depth as one of their young DBs just announced he is leaving the program after just one season there. Safety major burns will be leaving Georgia. He, uh... Announced on social media, I'm entering the transfer portal, ending my career at the University of Georgia. It was not an easy decision, but one my heart led me to make. He was rated as a four-star prospect, the number 13 safety in the country in 2020. Signed on with Georgia after previously committing to both Texas A&M and LSU. He is a Louisiana native, played his high school ball in Baton Rouge, so keep an eye on that if he ends up heading back home. Over at Auburn, their uh, quarterback depth, Taking a little bit of a hit as freshman signal caller Chael Garnett has entered the transfer portal. First reported by Matt Zenitz of AL.com. Garnett signed with Auburn over scholarship offers from the likes of Duke, Coastal Carolina, Temple in 2020. He did not make an appearance on the field with Auburn. But this comes on the heels of news that defensive linemen Jay Hardy and Jaron Handy each made the same decisions following the end of spring ball at Auburn. Hardy entered the transfer portal on Monday. 
What do all those players have in common? Well, they were all Gus Malzahn signees. None of them were Brian Harson recruits. So a lot of uh, a lot of guys that were recruited by Gus Malzahn on the way out. Over at Georgia as well, just not great news for Georgia today. Linebacker Donovan Westmoreland is a, a three-star prospect, six foot one, two hundred and ten pounds, number thirty outside linebacker. He is no longer committed to Kirby Smart's Georgia program. That's because he just announced he's decommitted from the Bulldogs and committed to Shane Beamer and South Carolina. He originally committed to Georgia back in January. It's big news for the Gamecocks as they have now landed their fourth commitment for the 2022 class. Comes just four days after four-star quarterback Braden Davis announced he's joining the South Carolina program. So big news there for the Gamecock fans. Over at Kentucky... Assistant head coach Vince Marrow always sharing his thoughts on things, but after an impressive performance in the 2021 NFL Draft, Jamin Davis was a first-rounder. Five other Wildcats heard their names called. Vince Marrow appeared on WLAP's Sunday Morning Sports Talk and went as far as to call out other schools and said, quote, if you're an in-state kid or a kid that's in a six-hour radius of us, you would be crazy not to come to Kentucky. That's all I'm going to say, he said. All you got to do is look at the product and see what's happening. So Vince Marrow beating his chest saying, come to Kentucky. Over at Arkansas, the Razorbacks have, of course, former Mizzou coach Barry Odom as their defensive coordinator. So some ties to Mizzou. This offseason, Odom has already brought over Markel Utsi, D-lineman, to Fayetteville. Now another former Mizzou player is heading over there. Mizzou D-lineman Trey Williams Announced on Twitter, he is heading to Arkansas. He recorded two sacks for the Tigers in 2020 to go with 21 tackles and a forced fumble. So Arkansas had a little bit more depth to their defensive line. Over at, at Mizzou, they are going hard after a uh, Notre Dame receiver by the name of Jordan Johnson. He announced uh, his decision. He's transferring out of Notre Dame after just one year with the Fighting Irish. Said he wanted a fresh start elsewhere, but he's a native of St. Louis, who was rated one of the nation's best overall prospects in 2020. He was the number 37 overall prospect in the country, the number six receiver overall. And now after playing two games for Notre Dame, he is on the market looking for a new school. Some Missouri players tweeting at him to come back home. So we'll see what Jordan Johnson decides, but that would be a big get for Missouri if they could get him. Mentioned uh, yesterday's show, LSU punter Zach Von Rosenberg uh, went undrafted and as of yesterday had not signed on with the team. Well, now he has. The Minnesota Vikings have uh, brought Zach Von Rosenberg in. He handled most of LSU's punting over the last four years. Britton Colquitt has been the Vikings' primary punter. He still has two years left on his deal, so uh, let the competition begin. Some SEC hoops news. Kentucky basketball, they have uh, had some turnover this offseason, off but John Calipari closing in on a big hire. According to reports, the Wildcats are nearing a deal with assistant Chin Coleman, who previously served as an assistant under Brad Underwood at Illinois. Tony Barbie and Joel Justice left for other jobs this offseason. Coleman has served as an assistant at the likes of Colorado State, Nebraska, Illinois, Chicago, and now Illinois. Over at Arkansas, the Razorbacks, they just officially added to Eric Musselman's staff, bringing in former Cal State Fullerton associate head coach Gus Argonal. 
Uh, school announced his addition on Monday. He had been with Cal State Fullerton for two years, but before landing that job, he worked for Eric Musselman over at Nevada. Quick SEC note, or SEC softball note for the first time in program history, the Hogs of Arkansas are SEC champions. It was just a few seasons ago, Arkansas softball went 1-23 in back-to-back seasons. Now they are regular season SEC champs and one of the best softball conferences in the country. So congrats to them. And lastly, some SEC baseball news coming off a weekend series win at LSU. Arkansas, they remain the number one team in the country, according to Baseball America. Meanwhile, losing a weekend series cost Vanderbilt as the Commodores drop to number three, with Notre Dame sliding ahead of them. A perfect week for Mississippi State. Kept them at number four, while Tennessee is at number six after going two and two last week. Florida, meanwhile, came in at number 10. Ole Miss ranked number 11. Both of them had winning weekends, but South Carolina dropped to number 15 after going one and three last week. So those are your ranked SEC baseball teams. Coming up next, we're going to catch up with former Texas A&M offensive lineman Dan Moore, who just got drafted over the weekend by the Steelers in the fourth round. Talk about his time at AM and much more. That's next. Need to remind you about our friends at rockauto.com. They are a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Like the summer is upon us. Frankly, there's probably something that needs to be replaced during your car. You need fresh windshield wipers if you get hit by that afternoon deluge or got a taillight that's going out. Whatever it is, you can get whatever you need for your car at rockauto.com. They have an amazing catalog that is unique and very easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your car and choose from the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. The best of all, prices at rockauto.com, always reliably low, and they're the same for the pros or the do-it-yourselfers like you and I. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts that those auto parts dealers around town go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and make sure you're right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need it's rockauto.com Run along here, Locked On SEC. Appreciate you guys for uh, listening and uh, wrapping up everything that happened over the weekend still in the NFL draft. And one guy who played in the SEC the last handful of years who heard his name called and uh, very excited about seeing what he does at the next level. You know him from the Texas A&M Aggies, offensive lineman Dan Moore, drafted in the fourth round by the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he joins us now. Dan, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Dan, walk us through what it was like when you found out you were getting drafted by the Steelers. So it, it, it's really funny because um, the night before, um, I was a little I was a little upset about not going that night before. But um, when I char- when I went to sleep, I charged my phone, or at least I thought I was. Um, so I woke up with like 15 percent battery. Um, so when I was waiting for my name to be called, um, my phone was slowly, slowly dying. So I went inside actually to start charging my phone. And I saw that the Colts had 127, the Steelers had 128. We were at 126 at the, at the time. And um, I knew both of those teams uh, were two potential teams that could have picked me. So immediately I start just looking at my phone and um, literally right when I put it on the charger, before I could even lock it, Pittsburgh Steelers popped up. So I hurried up, jumped up, ran outside in front of everybody because they were still all outside in the garage. And 
Um, yeah, man, it was it was a surreal moment. It was it was everybody was congratulating me. Everybody was happy for me, of course. But it was nice to spend that time with my family. I love that you said you have that chip on your shoulder. Not going, you know, earlier. Is that the mentality you go up to Pittsburgh with, or do you just kind of move on from that? You know, the draft positioning where you were drafted. Do you move on from that now? Most definitely. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, obviously, you you know your predictions or, or where your projections or where you're uh, predicted to go. But um, usually, when that doesn't happen, it, it could it could be a little hurtful, especially when you have people around you. You know embarrassment um defeat maybe a little bit but hey at the end of the day like you said um i tried to say optimistic and basically convince myself like regardless of what it is and i mean not even convincing myself but it's a privilege to even have your name called um and within those three days so i think it was a blessing within itself um i ended up in a, a good situation playing for a great organization a great team um with a great foundation so that that was something else but uh also having that chip on my shoulder as well, like, hey, um, all the teams that passed on me, like, yeah, you'll regret that for sure. We got some teams on the hit list, most definitely. So so who is it you talk to? Is it Kevin Colbert, the GM? Is it uh, Mike Tomlin? Who who do you get to talk to on, when they call you? I talked to uh, Mike Tomlin. He was the one on the phone at first, and um, he basically told me, hey, we're going to make you a Pittsburgh Steelers next pick if you're cool with that. And, of course, I'm like, heck, yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, let's get it. Um, so yeah, he passed the phone over to, uh, the GM and I talked to the GM and, um, obviously the owner was at the time was making the, the pick, uh, or giving the pick. So I, I talked to, uh, the position coach, the O-line coach, and then I talked to the assistant O-line coach. Talking with Pittsburgh Steeler, Dan Moore, offensive tackle. Do you feel like playing at a high level? Cause we know how good the SEC is, but you played at such a high level against, some elite level competition when we talk about some of those D linemen across the SEC at LSU at Alabama. Uh, do you feel like playing at a high level against that elite level competition in the SEC is what prepared you for the next level? Most definitely, and that, that was something uh, part of my recruitment. Um, that was part of my decision. Uh, that was a huge factor going to the SEC, seeing the amount of NFL talent that gets drafted every year. Um, as you saw this year, the most amount of players in the draft came from the SEC. Um, and that's, that's been proven year in and year out. Uh, so, essentially, when you go play in the SEC, you're thinking you're going to be facing NFL talent every week. And, and that's what I wanted to do. That's, I, I wanted to play against the best and prepare myself for where I wanted to be in the future. More with former Texas A&M Aggie Dan Moore after this. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing. You can track all the action at betonline.ag. We just had the Kentucky Derby. We just had the NFL Draft. Hopefully, you did right by yourself and you got in on BetOnline last week ahead of all those big events. But if you haven't, not too late. You can still get in, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL. UFC, MMA, they've even got futures on college football available. Before the next game, go to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Head to their website right now on your mobile device. You can sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You have to use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline. 
don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as uh, the NBA teams are prepping for the playoffs, MLB in full swing. Bet online, they are your online sportsbook experts. here locked on sec appreciate you guys for listening and subscribing we are recapping still what happened over the weekend in the nfl draft as the sec set a record for 65 guys taken in the nfl draft most of any school ever every school in the sec had a guy drafted and one of those guys join us right now we continue our conversation with texas a&m offensive lineman dan moore now with the pittsburgh steelers let me ask you this, because kind of cool. This doesn't always happen that you get to, t- uh, you know, team up with one of your teammates coming with you. They take you in the fourth round. Later in the fourth round, they take uh, Buddy Johnson, another A and M guy uh, on the defensive side, of linebacker. What's, what was that like uh, having texting him or calling him and find out both of you guys are going to the same place? It was amazing, and I found out just because um, I was doing media at the time. And they said his name and said, hey, we'll have uh, Roger Johnson on next. And I'm like, huh? And so I checked my phone and I went back outside and everybody's like, they got your teammates, a linebacker. And I'm like, whoa. So, yeah, that's, that's really exciting. Um, me, me and Buddy, we're really good friends. We're really close. We hang out a lot. We work out together. Um, that's, that's my guy, man. Regardless of him playing on the other side of the ball, we're, we're still tight. Well, let me ask you about another guy who uh, the, the, the Texans ended up picking up. He went undrafted, but... Uh, Ryan McCollum uh, from uh, Texas A&M also played with you on the offensive line. What uh, what are the Texans getting in Ryan? Uh, Phil General. Um, he was the I think he was the leader of that offensive line. Um, he directed us and wherever we had to go, pointing out mics, calling out blitzes. Um, he had to have eyes in the back of his head, on the side of his head, everywhere. Man, and he did a great job, honestly. All right, Dan, you got drafted. You're about to get paid. What is the first thing you're going to buy? Honestly, I'm a, I, re, I, I live very modestly, so it's probably all going to the bank. Um, just It's going to sit there and, and stay there. So I, I may spend a little bit of it. I may take care of mom and dad, but other than that, that's it. Man. Well, you're going up to the AFC North, some really good teams up there. Is there. Is there a player or two that you're really looking forward to going up against at the next level? Man, I, I, I know um, I'll be playing against Miles Garrett every every year, twice a year. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Talking with Dan Moore, obviously offensive tackle for the Texas for from Texas A&M. Now he's headed up to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, fourth round draft pick of them. And, and Dan, I just want to get your thoughts on uh, last season at Texas A&M. I think a lot of people thought you guys deserved a chance at the playoff. Didn't get in, but you took advantage. You went to the Orange Bowl and beat the snot out of North Carolina. Just, just talk about last season at Texas A&M, playing for Coach Jimbo Fisher. It didn't go how you guys wanted it, but but at least you ended it with an exclamation point. Most definitely. And, and we were devastated about that game, but or about that uh, situation. Let's not get into the college playoffs, but uh, we, we kept that chip on our shoulder going into the bowl game, and we wanted to prove uh, why we deserve to be in that in that top four rankings. So um, hopefully hopefully we did something uh, bright that senior class and, and started something good for the future. 
One more question. Another uh, one of your teammates went with the second pick of the third round. A lot of people thought, you know, he should have been a, a second or maybe even back into the first round pick. But Kellen Mond, your your signal caller for the last handful of years, you know, uh, some people maybe pinned him at times as game manager, which I always say there's nothing wrong with that. That means you're you're good, <laughs> you're getting the job done. But what do you make of Kellen Mond and uh, him going to the next level with the Minnesota Vikings? Man, I, I don't think people really understand the amount of uh, work that Kevin puts in. Um, just the preparation, his demeanor, uh, the way he leads. He, you, he, the, the way the guy is, you just want to, you want to play for him. You want to elevate your game. He just makes guys around him better. And I think, I think that's what an organization wants in a quarterback. Um, so I, I think the Minnesota Vikings got a steal. Most definitely got a steal out of that guy. All right, last one for you. The The Texas A&M run game was dominant last year, and you guys up front were a big reason for that. But Isaiah Spiller, A. Shane, Anaya Smith, all those guys are back. Uh, what kind of year are those guys going to have this year? Phenomenal, all of them. And the versatility as well. Um, Spiller being able to play fullback and be able to block in the backfield for, for guys. Um, Anaya Smith being able to line up at – Slot or even wide out, um, and a chain being versatile as he is, man, he's a he's a track star as well. So I don't think a lot of people know that he's on the track team right now. So um, man, that backfield is very explosive, and um, I think they're going to have a phenomenal year. Dan, great stuff, man. Really appreciate you uh, joining us. Best of luck at the next level, man. I appreciate that. All right, there he is, offensive tackle. The past several seasons at Texas A&M, Dan Moore. Now he is on to the next level, playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He'll be blocking for fellow rookie, former Alabama running back Najee Harris, and another former SEC guy in Kentucky's Benny Snell. Really great to talk with uh, Dan Moore. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Appreciate you guys for listening and following us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're here for you five days a week talking all things SEC. We'll be back tomorrow as we kind of start to turn the page on the draft and start to look ahead to next football season a little bit more. That's tomorrow, Locked on SEC. I'm Chris Gordy. Appreciate you guys for listening.